Okay, we are back from that little break. Uh, so, how did you first get into TF2 on a casual level? <laughs> I think I was like... God, what, how old would you be in, like, third grade? Seven, I guess? Because, like, you, you, you add four from whatever grade you're in. So, I guess seven or eight. I would watch this, like, YouTuber, old YouTuber on, like, Fraps, and play. He'd, he'd be playing, like, like Team Fortress 2. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I don't remember his name. It was, like, Cloud X something, like, like some numbers. But it was like, damn, I really want to play that game. Never got to play it. My first experience playing the game was on the Xbox 360 orange box version. I had I had my, my 360 and then we had the I got the orange box on there. So I I'd play Team Fortress 2 on that. And then I think at one point I I had like a really crappy computer and I made a like a Steam account, downloaded TF2 when it went it went, went like free to play. Couldn't play the game because the computer was so bad. <laughs> Um, from there it was like once I I think I like I bought a pre-built in like seventh grade I think I like saved all my money for a Alienware X fifty one Alienware dang it, it was an Alienware pre-built it was an Alienware X fifty one this thing I found it oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Send me an old display. It was this thing. I bought this thing in 2014, 2015. Um, yeah. V very close to this thing. Hmm. Alright. Looks like a um, vertical Xbox. Ex it was exactly what I used it for, too. Because I um, would travel a lot on the weekends, and this would come with me. Hmm. And I would display this in my <laughs> yeah. This is this is my TFT machine. How was it? Awful. <laughs> I, I think I got like eighty or ninety frames out of it. Oh no, on TFT. No, on on, on TFT. And what would, what year was this? Like twenty fourteen, I think. 20, Damn, might have been like 2014, 2013. Hmm. Okay. As you were saying. Um, so do that. And so I play. I, I don't know any better. I'm a kid or I'm a casual player. So I ended up like. I didn't have an actual desk. So I would like hold the keyboard in my lap. And I had like a cardboard box. Like a mouse pad. It was. It was pretty bad. <laughs> but. Um, I used to play like my first 200 hours was just like times 10 crit low grav on orange. <laughs> I played a lot of that. A lot of a lot of no scoping with the op. I remember. Um, did did that for a little bit, and then around like 300 hours, 400 hours, I got into uh, community servers. Used to play on the TPF servers back in the day. 
And that's where I actually met like Ad and Logan. Uh, I've known Logan and Ad for almost like seven years, which is crazy to me. Oh, yeah, it's a long time. That'd be like 2015? Yeah, 2015, 2016. Yeah. Hmm. Um, through Ad, I got into Highlander. And this is like, over the course, like a year, year and a half. Hmm. What class? Heavy. That's right. I've I've only ever played heavy. Like I think my entire UGC career, I, I played heavy the entire time. Hmm. And was that what you play, played in casual as well, or if not, why? Did uh, you- I don't remember what I played. I think I played a. I've always been somebody who can play like any class. You know what I mean? Hmm. Like, so why I, was it heavy then for competitive? Um, class limits on casual servers. Interesting. <laughs> And nobody wanted to play heavy usually. No, yeah, nobody played heavy, and I think I, I think I got the inspiration from like farming on like a barnblood server. <laughs> I'm like, damn, this is fun. I'm gonna play this in competitive, and then I got rolled. <laughs> <laughs> so why do you keep going? Uh, I, I I met a player named DK Carl, and uh, Carl was my first mentor. And he was also, like, my last mentor, too, which is funny. So, um, yeah, I played one scrim. I watched a lot of his videos on his on his channel. And he kind of, like, taught me the ropes and taught me, like, how the game worked and stuff like that, what to watch out for. Um, and I talked a lot with, with Aegis, too, way back when. I watched oh, a lot of... I watched a lot of Aegis, too, like like on Twitch, whenever he was streaming. <laughs> that was so long ago, man. I'm just, yeah. getting, I'm just getting nostalgia hits. Yeah, I watched a lot of Aegis. And um, he, he convinced me that the Steel team I was on wasn't very good. So I left that Steel team from the community server. And then I went and joined Shown the Pine. And that's where I met like a lot of my friends I still know to, I still talk to to this day, you know. Um Shay. Shay I talked to a little bit on Snapchat. Uh I've known Rain for a long time. Um Yeah, a lot of those guys that was actually a really good team full of like newer players at, at the time. And we got we got second in steel last season. I don't think I played. I think I might have subbed Pyro and Heavy. Pyro and, player. Yeah, I think my first official like log might have been me playing Pyro on like Gravel Pit, you know, like a like a TF2 server or a TF2 center. I'm not sure there's a way to see that or not. I think it might be. I know. It's, I know. I definitely played like. Let's see. Yeah, TF2 Center Lobby Gravel Pit. I played Spy. <laughs> Frenchman. I played Spy on Gravel Pit. There might be some names you know. Send me the log. Yeah, oh, this you is, yeah. Yeah, this is like first witnesses first log. Podgy, Podgy's in here. Pod God four twenty. Yeah. 
Uh, let's see, this is 2015. That was 2015 was when I had my first lobby as well. And look. That's crazy. The whole squad. Ooh, four and six. Some interesting tags on the enemy team. Yeah, I think they were making fun of us. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a a, a, a support. Oh, here. okay. Wait. So this is this is wait. So this is my one, two, three, four, fifth log. It's me playing goalie wash heavy. Highlands? So, yeah, in Highlands. Yeah, awesome. yeah. I was a I was a goat here too. Let's check it. If if logs.tf1 still load in a timely fashion. Yeah, I went twenty-one and eight. <laughs> Stay Stakelyton's in here too. Whole and Ad and Ad and uh, a few others. Yeah, these are super old, man. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty good. I was still actually pretty good. What did I get? I got 22 kills. I killed a lot of heavies and scouts. That makes sense for that level, I guess. That's the level I was playing at. Logs on TF is being slow for me, so I'll show it later, I guess. Oh, this is so funny. But yeah, so I ended up doing that. Um, and then it just we went, went up, up in the UGC. Started climbing the ranks. Hmm. After like 800 hours. And what was the climb like back then? Just going through the divs. Uh, I'm not sure what my history was like. Actually, do you have that? I uh, uh, so season eighteen. Uh, I think it was. I think it was like silver, like steel, silver, plat, 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 uh, silver, silver. Looking at just like the players on our season nineteen steel, uh, show them the pine season twenty twenty silver, show them the pine uh, twenty one platinum shooting blanks, twenty three platinum disappointments per minute, uh, twenty four silver blah, 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 disappointments season per minute. Oh my god! That was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. So I actually won silver twice before before I left RGL. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I I won on Bola World and then I won on Buds and Cats. And uh, what caused you to leave for RGL? Like, what was the big motivating factor for you uh, and most other players? I, I was an admin for RGL. And we're like, look, the staff on UGC is stagnant, not doing anything. There's no future here. There's more to RGL, and the players have more of a voice. Right. That, was, that was the pitch. Cool. Uh, at the time... A lot of the platinum teams were kind of sick of like dealing with like just admins from a UGC, not really doing a whole lot. Um, so my job was pretty much I got all the silver teams and all like some of the lower plat teams moved moved over to RGL, and that was that. Holy shit! You got them to unionize. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Union boss. Pretty much, like I banded all the teams together and said, "Hey, we're going over here," and then everyone just came with me. Okay. What about like all the legacy teams, like that died or like died soon into RGL? Um, what was the deal with that? Don't know. Was it just like kind of like a shifting of the time for them? Like probably. Oh, it was RGL's probably just, here. Yeah, it was probably just like a like a uh, what's it called? 
Eclipse, I guess. Right, like, it, I, I imagine it would be a pretty good time with, like, the shift RGL, yeah. That makes sense, yeah. Uh, what effect, like, do you, did uh, the transition from UGC to RGL have much of an effect on the health and growth of Highlander in your eyes, or not really? I think initially moving over to RGL was a good move for Highlander because it grew a lot in the, in the first like four seasons. Initially, you say though? Yeah, initially, and I think it's about not close to where UGC. I think we're way above where we were at whenever we left UGC in like season twenty four, twenty five, or whatever. But what makes you say initially then? Oh, well, initially, I mean, I feel like we got all the like in like in what's it in franchise teams. And we also pull over a lot of new Perlander players to Highlander as well. Right, but initially would imply like a lack of sustainment of that somewhat? Uh, I mean, it's gone down over the years, yeah, for sure. Okay, and... Um, there's, th- there's only so many players, you know? Right, so would you say that's like more of a natural thing, though, or do you think there's been something specific that's kind of caused it? Uh, I think outreach has kind of gone down over the past couple of years, like how they interact with people and how they get people in the league. Like, whenever I was, like, on staff, I was always in pubs, like, hey, yo, come play this league, man. Like, you're pretty, hey, right. you're a pre- nice stab, bro. You'd be crazy at Spy, haha. <laughs> come on, and you know, it's, like, stuff like that, you know? Right. Do you think, like, I maybe, like, RGL got content or something, like, with, like, uh, the Prolander pugs or so? And they're just, like, that's no, good enough? I I really can't speak on that, but I feel like I'm not seeing a lot of, like, YouTube content. Oh yeah, no, the video team is like was basically only Maven. Now it's just like only. Well, yeah. Well, well, I mean, I feel like it matters. Like seeing it in like your recommended can go a long way, right? Especially when it's not like only match vods. Like when there's more, like a lot more content, a lot more things going on. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, So, do you think maybe there's also like a bit more of a need for like community collaboration with RGL, like more like projects, maybe like I don't know content creation stuff if rgl themselves isn't able to really like output that uh I, I always say like it's always more beneficial to put out stuff than to not especially if you feel like you're trying to grow you know right because okay. the worst thing the worst thing you can do is like if, it's like if you're trying to because you- that's not going to fix the problem and might just make it worse because you're not doing anything and then you look dead you know right like it just kind of stalls the momentum uh yeah i mean hmm. well i mean think about it like if you if you stand still are you going anywhere right so no would you say like maybe that's kind of like the biggest issue our has had just like not really maintaining momentum well like after their transition uh, i i just i'll just say i think they could be working harder on, okay. on, that, on that front, like more focus onto it, right? Okay, get new players interested, you know, right? Like, I'm... sorry, sorry go ahead. No, no, you go, you go. My bad. I, no, no, I, I was, I was gonna say something. No, oh, say, say it. Oh, okay, my bad. Uh-huh. I, I hate it when I accidentally interject. No, it's all right. All right, go ahead. Uh, so how about like cups like me cup stuff like that like class wars region wars map cups do you think those are something that kind of like brought more outreach to the scene brought like more interest stuff like that uh i think it's helpful for sure hmm. okay 
Do you think there's like maybe like a certain sense of class idea back the UGC days with stuff like class wars back when those were a thing or so? Um, I think doing interesting cups like that always helps because you're you're drawing like less committed people in, into like your game. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, so it's always good for kind of holding that up. Yeah. So, I guess, like, to kind of round about, like, to sort of end, like, the whole, like, just, just, like, the kind of, like, player opinion section, uh, uh-huh. what do you think, like, are the, what has RGL done best at? Like, what are, what have they Providing done? Providing space for people to play. Alright. Like, that's, like, number one. You need that. What did they like, improve on compared to UGC, sorry? Uh, they improved on just, like, I feel like being active, you know, like UGC was never really as active as RGL was, um, but it like keeps keeps them interested and it keeps people like informed as like what's going on. Right. Like there's there's more of a community feel. I feel like there's more of like a feel to like a, a community of like UGC or sorry, in RGL than there ever was in UGC for my time playing. Right. But then, like, I see, I, I, I see more lower level people interacting on in, in RGL than I did ever in UGC. I, I guess is, is is like a big one. That's definitely fair, yeah. But then, like, they're just not doing as much like, as they could, even though they're being active, like, outreach wise. Yeah. Okay, I could see that. Uh, what do you think is something like the the RGL either has like done worse than UGC or just like struggles with the most? Would that just be outreach in your uh... eyes? If, if if something is working fine, don't touch it. Because <laughs> okay. I feel like UGC's inactivity was like a blessing and a curse in the sense that like if something worked really good, they they never bothered with it up until like it was too late. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I I could see that. Yeah. There was like a sense of consistency and stability, even though it was like a pretty bad consistency to have. Well, yeah. Yeah. All right. But then it's like with RGL, it's just like there's so many decisions that just like happen and then like change mm-hmm. and that like kind of conflict with each other. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Okay. Very well. Uh, I think the last major topic I want to get around to is just like mentoring. So yeah, I, I, I do a lot of that. Yeah. So how that sort of start? Like, give me give me a skimmy on that. Give me a rundown. Oh, I've been doing that for ever <laughs> for so i actually need to stop playing like my pub to actually like <laughs> figure out <laughs> so i've been doing that since i was in so let me just pull up my ugc history yeah. and pin down like so no you know what it was probably like shooting blanks it was around like the season twenty one, season twenty two, era. Um, maybe even before because I I sponsored or not sponsored, but mentored some players like Michael Lele and Home Depot. Those guys were my babies. Like I, <laughs> I was sponsoring those guys back when they were in like silver and steel. I'm pretty sure, probably silver. Um. I, I've known Mike Alele for a long time too, and I sponsored, or again, blah, 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 not sponsored, mentored 
for hey, for like a long time. And if you're mentoring somebody, you're basically socially sponsoring them. Well, right? yeah. I I just worked with him for a long time and kind of like did a lot of my own research and made sure I understood like fundamental TF2 before talking about it. All right. Um, and I've just been doing that ever since. You know, I yeah. am. I've done all levels pretty much. Like. Any everywhere except like invite, I guess like lower advanced main. I am so what, um, newcomer. What led to that interest? Though, like, how did you start? Up? Like, what really was um, the spark that led to that? Um, I don't know. I just like um, teaching. You know. Hmm. Okay. I like teaching the right way and seeing people get better. What would you define the right way as then? Um, the right way of like teaching TF two. Yeah. Um, solidifying fundamentals first and foremost, giving people the clear reason why to do something and why not to do something. Um, telling them not what they're trying to do is ex- is explicitly wrong, but why there are better ways to do it and when it's appropriate to do like one thing. So, like, to give them op- to to present them with a toolkit rather than to just like give them a hammer and tell them to whack something. Give them the toolkit. Tell them what each tool does. Right. And sometimes tools can be like sometimes you can use a wrench as a hammer, you know. But you yeah. cannot you cannot use a hammer as a wrench. Right. Right. Um. So. My approach, and I know me and you kind of talked about this, like... Yeah, if you want to, like, reiterate some of that conversation. Well, I, I just always try and make sure anyone I mentor, and I do this a lot with, like, newcomer teams, is they understand, like, the precepts of, like, their role in, like, a Highlander team. They understand the precepts of, like, why Uber and, like, why Sniper and, like, is so important, like... Highlander is very good at teaching newer players how classes interact with one another. Hmm. Right? Right. Uh, would you want to like go into detail on that at all, or is that something? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, just like, for example, you know, like, say a team is down a demo, you can play closer to choke points, you know, right? Right. Uh- if, you're, if, you're, if there's no sniper, you can play more open in the sidelines. If there's no spy, you can rotate a lot more aggressively. You can also focus down things a lot more effectively, right? Right. How um, about- just like things, like small things like that, you know, like ah, uh, let's say I was like brand new to TF2, uh, like sure. I'm new to competitive, the right? Like, what would you describe the fundamental roles of each class as? Um, I do it more so in in sections, right? Mm, okay. So you you have like your bucket, you have your combo bucket, you have like your flank bucket, and then you have kind of like your your like I I call them Venn diagram classes or like flex classes like so like scout and spy kind of fall into that where they both kind of play into like the flank and combo to some degree but how they interact is different depending on the situation right mm-hmm. so like spies can do r- really good work clearing out flanks but they can also make really big openings for combos right combos are, are how you get point dominance and map dominance and a lot of space made like or not not made but secured right right flanks assist that sometimes the roles are reversed niche niche topic depending on whatever map you're talking about 
And a lot of times, you know, you're just trying to utilize your Uber percentage, utilize any kind of advantage you can get to achieve an objective, right? Right. I always explain it like, um, sorry, I like losing my, my train of thought. That's right. TF2 is a game of advantages. It's just like Quake, right? Hmm. You, okay. you, you, you take engagements. Like it, it, it's a game of engagements. Who has the high ground? Who has the number ad? Who has the health ad? Who has the sniper? Who has you know the gun? Things like that. Right, right. Um, and I always explain to people as you get better. You understand like which engagement is good and how and how you can make those good. Like you 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 you, you can you can recognize in fights and and in situations. Hey, we need to take this angle and get rid of this player or isolate this player away so we have a chance to win this. You know what I mean? Yeah, just knowing who to prioritize and when. Yeah, it's just about me working with like newer players. Showing them where to go in general. And if they get stuck, learning how to slow down and abuse, you know, the 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 slow classes, right? Which would be sniper and sniper and spy, right? Not heavy. Slow. slow. I mean he- heavy could work on on, on on like I like some maps. But in usually it, it it's in tandem with those two classes. To a degree, right? Oh, I thought you meant like the end of being abused. No, man. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I get you. I get you. You know, like if 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 you're stalemating, sniper and spy, great. Yeah. Right. Okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. And in the meantime, you know, you're working with your combo and flank to find those openings, right? Or stuff yep. those openings. It's different with every team, and I usually try to explain it more in a team aspect, and because I always tell people. I can show you where to stand and what to shoot, but I cannot move your mouse for you. You, you know. The commander. I cannot teach good mechanics, you know. Right, like that's just... But, of but I, I can show, like, like players a newcomer. I always show them ways to get better at their class. And how to, like, you know. I always say, if you want to get good at the game in general, play a lot of scout. Watch how good scouts play. Okay. Uh, um, could you elaborate on that bit more? Like the specific reasoning for that? Um, I think scout is just... If you understand how to move and aim properly on scout, it transfers a lot to a majority of like the hit, hit, hit scan classes. Hmm. Okay. Like good scouts are typically good snipers. Good NGs. Like NGs, you know. Gun spies too. Gun spy. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a gun spy, you know. Yeah. Okay, that's definitely fair. A lot uh, of it translates very well, and like I have to tell you, if you, if you like play pyro, like go play pubs and just put yourself in like it's like situations where you need the hit reflex. You know. Yeah. Get used to like having to deal with pan like panic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Put yourself in like like on upward. Like try and go behind and spawn camp. And just, like, air blast soldiers all the time. It's like, there's a lot more to it than just, like, trying to grind out MGE or Kovacs or something. 
Uh, I, I would say, again, it depends on, like, what you want to get good at. Right. Let's say, I like, think, just I, I think Kovacs is fine. Yeah, I mean, general, like, playing scout in, like, a pub is the same thing as Kovacs for me. But then it's, like, you learn more, like, mecha- like of a broad skill set for the game as well while you're, like... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I always try and keep it open, though. Like, that's, like, the biggest thing with, like, me mentoring newer players. And I love, like, talking to newcomer players and, like, people who want to learn. Right, like who just are f- fine with listening, who want to go along with what you're telling them, yeah. Yeah, you know, teach them proper post tubers, teach them proper, like, um, holds, proper ways to kite, stuff like that, you know. Right. Teach uh- them proper terminology, so if they ever watch a cast, they're not lost, you know. Yeah. Okay. That's, I know that's kind of like we talked about, like, I kind of don't. I, I I don't say I don't like when lower level pe- people teach lower level people because I understand like it helps a little bit. But I, I just ask that people be more careful. Right. And not and not fake it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like because gotta- my biggest thing whenever I was mentoring like silver, like whenever I was still in like silver, like low plat. There was things I was dog. I'm, I'm still kind of bad, but I I look back at that like God. I gave so much bad advice, which which is fine. It's part of the process, but you just need to be careful because I don't know how many times I've mentored like I am or main players who either like think they know everything, and then I explain to them why their thing doesn't work and like in 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 practice. But because they have a small sample size and experience, it appears that way. And then they move up and get rocked. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, let's talk about that for a little bit. Like, Sure. How do you feel about moving up? Like, When would you describe it's good to move up? Like, Walk me through the methodology. Of um, the players in the- I, I, I believe anybody at any time can move up as long as they're dedicated enough to win. Hmm. Does can mean should, though, in your eyes? Um, I mean, yeah. Okay. You play. So you're playing. What's the to me? It's like, why play a competitive game if you're not gonna have right. that mindset to be better? You know what I mean. But it's more about like having the drive than just being like, I want to. I want to play in this div, right? Like it's you yeah. shouldn't feel entitled to it more necessarily. I don't think anyone's entitled to anything when it comes to right. competition. So it's like less about focusing on the div and more about just focusing on improvement for the sake of it. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. that's what matters most. Like, as long as you can play a season and hit your goals, like, yes. So, would you say maybe that's like what some people get wrong when it comes to moving up in divs? Just... I think I think a lot of times what people get wrong is they don't set realistic goals, hmm, right. or 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 they don't set goals at all. Well, do you think maybe that also kind of goes along with like the mentoring thing? They just like telling other players or like thinking that they know what's best, kind of. I think it kind of comes in hand like that can be a problem because you might have a mentor who's like, oh, well, I think you guys should work on this thing. But in reality, the issue is not that thing. And you waste a season learning the wrong thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Granted, you get good at one other thing. But you're you're less of a rounded player. I think like a decent subset of that issue, right? Like a specific phenomenon you'll see like 
especially like just in Lord of work with certain mentors, is like they'll tell you like to do this thing because it'll work against like these players or in X Div, right? Like play sure. playing correctly because these other people are playing correctly, right? Yeah, you're just exploiting bad habits, which isn't right. good long term. Yeah, it doesn't set them granted, up for success. Granted, like I will do that, but I'll be like, look, like I, I know you guys want to win this game, and I'll tell you how to do this. But this is like cheese, you know. This is like TF2 center <laughs> cheese. Yeah, like Overwatch. Yeah, you you're just cheesing people. Except for you don't got ults to back you up. No, you have Uber. That's the ult. Like a singular I, ult. I mean, I always say like you know TF2 like is like soccer, you know, and the soccer ball is the Uber. <laughs> yeah, the game, and the medics the game get is kicked centered, around. The the game is centered around it, you know. Yeah, it's fundamental to it. Okay. But yeah, usually whenever I mentor like newer level teams and lower level players, I always try and like explain that best I can. Right. Um, and I, I'll be like, yo, hey, if you have a friend who wants to teach you stuff, that's fine. And if they say do this, don't do that. But I'm saying do this. You should probably do what I'm saying. <laughs> right, so it's like the social side of mentoring is like really important to keep in mind, right? Like being a good yeah. role model for them, especially yeah. if they're like younger people, you know, they're more impressionable. Yeah, I always kind of take the coach, like coach, um, side of it. Like, yeah, I'll be, I'll be your friend and mess around, but end of the day, we are, we are here to get better, and we are here to like get closer as a team, you know? Right. I'm kind of like the secondary leader people can talk to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kinda I'm pretty sure every team I mentor has like made playoffs and in, 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 like newcomer. Beast. And so like the system works. And then they do like most most teams are like one. Oh, hey, yeah, we're good. And then they move up and then, then they get rocked. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, Which I'm like, sure. Okay. I'll be over here if you need me. So, do you think that, like, sense of desire to be a role model, like, is that something you usually see with mentoring? Or do you think that's, like, something that's maybe lacked upon? I think it's just, like, in in general. Yeah. Um, I think what comes first is just people trying to share knowledge to me. Mm. And then that, that, that kind of comes, like, people seeing them as, like, a role model secondly. Okay. But like the, that's that's how that's how it happened to me a lot. Like I'll kind of go to teams with like information, and then they'll kind of like realize, oh yeah, he's pretty good, and then they'll just kind of like get like the the role model status, you know. Mm-hmm. Do you think there could be like more benefit though for like I don't know, like maybe less knowledgeable people or like to like kind of just try and emphasize themselves as a good influence on the person, like as more of a role model. I think if you're a good person, but you're giving bad information, you are better off as a friend and not a coach. Hmm, that makes sense, yeah. Like, I, I am okay with somebody telling me nice things, but also be honest with me and tell me that I'm doing wrong things. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. socially, it's fine. Like, it, it is okay to be social and, and help out, but, like... Man, I don't know how many times I've heard, oh yeah, my friend does, I, I keep saying this, my friend does X or Y, and mentors X or Y, but their friend's like not very good, and gives bad information, and then all of a sudden it's like, well, now I have to like, make your friend look bad, and then I look like a dick, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, 
And I feel like it's like the specific phenomena is that like they don't really have the knowledge like to to be a good role model and like a good social influence in that sense, right? Like they're still interacting with people around that skill. Like a lot of the time, it's like I feel like younger people, and it's just like they don't they're they're like very socially involved, right? Like they don't really have the distance per se. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, they're still very involved, and I feel like that kind of ends up having, like, a bit of a harmful effect, even if they do have, like, good knowledge. Anna. Yeah, I am... Um, oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> Drum? No, it was, uh, I hit my microphone with the phone. Uh. But, um... Yeah, I would say, first and foremost, if you're trying to teach people a mentor, definitely make sure you have, like, your shit straight. Like yeah. me, like you know, Witness Gaming EU has a coach, right? Hmm. Like Cadis coaches that team, and he'll sit in scrims and he'll just take notes on a piece of paper or like in, in like notepad, and just make notes of like, hey, why did you die here or why did you do this? And then you know, most common thing, like these like prem like top of the continent soldiers, right? Right. And he'll be like, hey, why'd you feed in concrete? Uh, I don't know. And then Cadis will like, tell him, hey, well, hey, it's more optimal to do this. So in, the, in this situation, make sure you're trying to look for this opportunity. You know what I mean? Yeah. For sure. So having like that kind of coaching helps a lot, I feel like. And like at like a fundamental level, I think it's good for building like building good habits and correcting bad habits. Okay. Yeah, it's always just about, like, preparing for the future, huh? Yeah. I mean, I always, I want to make a player who understands good fundamentals, who understands good team play, who understands... You know why Highlander is liked. You know <laughs> who understands. Um, basically, just a good all-around smart player. You know what I mean? Yeah. Th- those th- those are the players I, I want to make. And if people need like mechanical help on other classes, I will point them in the right direction. But as I said, I it's hard as a teacher to like teach someone mechanics. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, no, I get what you mean. Yeah. Okay. How do you feel about Freelander? It's just Highlander Light. And is that a good thing or a bad thing? I think giving people options is always fine. Whether or not they engage with it, it's up to them. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I believe that about runs my questions. Uh, do you have anything you want to like bring up, talk about yourself, or not really? Uh, nothing too much, no. Okay. I feel like we've got a decent breadth of topics here. Uh, shoutouts or anything like that? Uh, concerns about the community? Yeah. Like Sixes and Highlander? I can do some shoutouts. Uh, you know, shout out Jay, like I said. My best friend. Um, really, I think I would... Witness Gaming wouldn't be where it is without him. Because he kind of got me involved in like a lot of the circles I'm involved with today. Um, so definitely shout out Jay, best friend. Um, 
shout out Exile, Ether, Donovan, Cheris, um, all all the Black Swan guys, um, the homies, my my day ones in uh, sixes. Um, you know, big big shout out to um, you know, Witness Gaming all over the world, <laughs> all, all my homies. Uh, it's nice knowing that I have friends like in different continents. You know, <laughs> it's pretty nice to know. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, in different countries, all over the world. Um, I think that's pretty much it for like shoutouts off the top of my head. Uh, sh- shout out Sandblast again for helping me find Jackal. It means a lot. Um, that's about it. Okay, I actually. I did kind of forget about this. Uh, sure. Tell me a bit more about your guides. Oh, my guides. And your YouTube channel. Yeah, so my guides c- kind of come from just, like, the the idea that I do a lot of map reviews. And I just got sick of, like, mentoring two or three teams, like, a season and having to repeat myself, like, twice on like Saturday and once on Friday. So rather than just like, you know, say the same thing word for word for word, every, every map review, I just typed out like a transcript of my (coughs) uh, map notes. And then I went and recorded them on, on YouTube. So a lot of these are um, just me going off of those notes. And the Bible stuff is just like, I wanted to make as definitive as a resource as possible for all maps in the rotation. And is that something you're still actively working on? Or is that something you only end up doing a little bit of? I haven't done it in a while. Hmm. I think my Cascade one is still out of date. My lakeside one is fine. My steel one is okay. My swift water one's okay. I don't think I have an upward map review. Ah, uh, you do. Yeah, I have an up. I have That's one of the uh, ones you uh, like. Upward map review? Uh, 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 the Bible, Earth. not map review. Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. I don't think I, re- I recorded that one yet. Uh, let's but see. That's like 27 pages or something like that. It's like close to 30 pages of upward. Uh, 21. Yeah, 21 pages of Upward, so it's pretty pretty yeah. good. And then you also sent me 17 pages of Steel. Well, actually, yeah. 16, technically. Yeah, 17 that, one, that one is recorded, and that one has, like, almost 300 views on my YouTube. Uh, let's see. Most popular. Uh, Swiftwater is 259, Steel is 248. Damn. Two, Cascade 211, Lakeside 198. Yeah. Yeah, and then I have one of me rolling smack on Cliff, which is pretty funny. <laughs> So it's a pretty, pretty, pretty good cliff. I think this is a this is an, an Ebola world scrim. Yeah, that so, was back. God, that was a long time ago. So, do you have any interest in like resuming updating those guides? Anything like that? Like, do you still actively mentor? I guess. Uh, yeah, I still mentor like newcomer teams every now and then. I feel like the guides I'm happy with where they are right now. Um, I don't. I don't think anything has changed too drastically on any map that I'm not aware of. It's like the um, map hasn't shifted too too much. I don't. Th- it hasn't. I don't think it has. The last time I rang like Scow, I don't think anything changed really. Okay. 
like all of its I, I made it up to date and presented options. Alright, so it's like in a kind of definitive state for you. Okay. Yeah. Uh how about like have you ever done or do you have interest in like collaborative mentoring or anything like that? Do you think there's um, any benefit to it? How do you mean by that? Just like working on a team with somebody? Ah, uh, just like working on projects like guides together. I guess like oh. working on teams with people, round tables, stuff like that. Like Um, they- I've tried that kind of thing. It's okay. Um, like, I think the Upward Bible is a good example of that, where if I wasn't sure what a class did on a certain point, I asked somebody who actually played the class. Yeah, like you have shoutouts to Wax, me, Timeless, Nick, DefJo, Michael Lele, and Engineer.tf. Yeah. For the Upward one. Yeah. Like, like stuff like that helps a lot. Um, depends on, like, like, if I were to, like, mentor, like, a newcomer team with somebody else, I think it'd be good. Um, but I, I just, I'm probably going to make like a mentoring post soon. Be like, Hey, I'll mentor you for next season. Okay. But we'll see where that goes. Uh, all right. Uh, do you have anything you want to talk about or is that it? No, that's pretty much it. All right. I think I'm about ready to end it then. Sounds good to me, boss. All right.